okay, it's time to get you right. It's legal lens with Angela Redock Wright. KBLA Talk, 1580. Every Saturday, 11 a.m., baby. Bringing light to law. Hit it, educate, engage, and empower you all. Leading attorneys, policy makers. No fake, your history in the making. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens. Hello, KBLA it's Talk 1580 listeners. This is the second weekend of August 2022, and you are listening to the Legal Lens Show with Angela Redock Wright, where we bring law to light each Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. on Saturdays and the replay on Sundays at 1 p.m. We are broadcasting to you from our KBLA Talk 1580 studios in Lamert Park, USA, which is part of the famous Crenshaw District of Los Angeles. And be sure to be on the lookout because Destination Crenshaw is coming very soon. And it's an art and culture project which celebrates the Crenshaw community. You don't wanna miss that. Um, As I always say each weekend, this is an amazing opportunity for us to renew, to refresh, to spend time with our loved ones and to do the things that bring us joy. And I hope you are doing something that shows kindness and compassion towards others because we do need more kindness and compassion in the world today. I am excited about our show today. Um, We have two filmmakers joining us, Les Weeder and Pepper Chambers. They are the co-writers, the producers, and Pepper Chambers is the director of a new film that's out on Tubi TV or Tubi.com. That's T-U-B-I, T as in Tom, U-B as in boy, I. dot com or to be tv and for those of you like me who have roku streaming or some other streaming on your tvs or, or streaming devices um you'll know that Tubi is one of the the streaming outlets and so their new film is called do something do something is available on to be tv or to be.com and we are excited to have them today to discuss the inspiration behind that film, uh, to tell us what it's all about, their favorite moments, and what the legal and political and policy issues that are raised by the film, issues dealing with bail and the rights of protesters and First Amendment rights and issues relating to diversity in Hollywood. So we certainly look, look forward to breaking down each of those issues and learning about this amazing film, which I had a chance to watch this past week, and certainly Uh, wanted to introduce you, our listeners, to it and encourage you as soon as you hear this show to watch the film. It is amazing. And the mission of the film is to encourage all of us to do something. I had a mentor, um, former state assemblywoman Gwen Moore and state senator Gwen Moore, rest in peace, she passed a couple of years ago. But she would always say, um, Angela, bloom where you're planted. And what she meant by that, um, it's not her saying, that's a saying we've heard over the years, but what she meant by that 
is wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you can always do something. You can always have an impact. Bloom where you're planted. You don't have to, you don't have to plan to run for president of the United States in order to have an impact. You can have an impact, whether it be in your child's school, whether it be on your in your neighborhood block, whether it be at your job, whether it be in your community organizations. Bloom where you're planted. And certainly this film, Do Something, inspires all of us to find something to do to impact change in the current world that we we live in. So grab your coffee, grab your tea. It's going to be a great discussion about this new movie with Les Weeder and Pepper Chambers. Before we come forward and bring them into our next segment, let me just share a couple of few birthdays with you. First, this past week, we celebrated the birthday of Whitney Houston, rest in peace, also singer Patty Austin. And with our music today, we're celebrating um, the lives and the legacy and the music of Whitney Houston and Patty Austin. So happy birthday, ladies. Um, We also have the birthdays of author Alex Haley, who um, were uh, the author of Roots, and we're particularly happy to celebrate his birthday. A few shows ago, a few weeks ago, we had his niece and nephew on the show to talk about the legacy of Alex Haley and his work with Roots and how they and the family are carrying out the legacy. So happy birthday, Alex Haley. We also celebrate the birthdays of Kathleen Battle, opera singer extraordinaire, and also actor Halle Berry. So stay tuned. We have a great show planned for you. We're talking about the film Do Something with the writers, the producers, and directors of that film. Um, And you can download our KBLA Talk 1580 app and listen to us anywhere on the go. Share it with your friends. Share it with your families. Um, You don't want to miss this show. And with that, we're going to go to a commercial break. And I want you to invite you to stay tuned with us as we come forward. Uh, Because guess what, folks? We have a lot to talk about. More of Legal Lens with Angela Reddick-Bright. Helping you see legal issues more clearly when we come forward. Welcome back to KBLA 1580. This is Legal Lens with Angela Redock Wright, and we're so glad that you took time out of your weekend schedule to join us. And um, the music you just heard, um, as I mentioned um, in our opening, that this weekend we are celebrating the birthdays of just muse- top music artists two amazing women, Whitney Houston and Patty Austin. And that was Whitney Houston's song that put her on the map when we all first came to know and love her, How Will I Know? Um, In helping us with our show today, we have two amazing guests, um, Les Weeder and Pepper Chambers. And they are the co-writers and producers of the film Do Something, which is now airing on Tubi TV and Tubi.com. And so you can find it there. Um, but they're going to introduce us to the movie, the thoughts behind how did the movie come about and what inspired them. So let me just first say hello to them and bring them into the conversation. And then I'll do a formal introduction. So Les Weeder, how are you today? Doing fine, Angela. Thank you for asking us to be on. Of course. Of course, of course. And Pepper, Pepper Chambers. I love your name. And by the way, 
for our listening audience, Pepper is spelled P-E-P-P-U-R, uh, but it just has such a great ring to it. Uh, so welcome. That. <laughs> Welcome to you as well. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, Angela. Thank you so much. It's so happy. It really, like, it's exciting to be here. And thank you for mentioning my name. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so I have been following um, the promotions and the information about your film. So I'm really happy to to create a space for us to talk about it today. Let me introduce our our listeners to the two of you. So Les Weeder, um, in full disclosure, I've known Les for probably 10 to 15 years less. Um, <laughs> I had the great pleasure of serving on the Los Angeles County um, Los Angeles Community College Board of Trustees for a couple of years, and that's the largest community college district in the country. And Les's wife, Tyree, was one of our presidents and went on to become the um, chancellor of the district and um, is distinguished in her own rights. And in fact, um, Les and Tyree, they wrote a book together called Matzo Balls, Matzo Balls in Cornbread. That's right. Um, yeah. A book that was published in 2018, and you right. can find that on Amazon. And it's a moving and humorous love story about their interracial marriage and, and their family. So definitely <laughs> check that out. And we're going to have to have them back to talk about that book <laughs> at another yeah. time. It's great. Right. Yes, but Les himself um, is a successful theater producer, director, and writer for over 40 years. Um, during this time, he has won several awards for his work and for his directing and playwriting, including the NAACP Drama Award for his play Sojourner, The Story of Sojourner Truth and is also a, a recipient of the NAAC President's Award for his work in theater. He's um, authored several other plays, written several other plays and produced, co-produced, co-directed. Um, uh, but today we're here to talk about uh, his inspiration behind the movie, Do Something. So welcome, Les, and we're so happy to have you again. Oh, and I forgot to mention that um, your career, in addition to writing, you actually were a longtime theater professor of theater arts at Moore Park College from 1977 until his retirement in 2005. So a great, great background, Les, and we're so happy to have you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And then his um, partner in crime, so to speak, <laughs> our partner in doing good actually, is Pepper Chambers. Um, Pepper is an international writer, producer, and educator. Um, she's an alum of Moving Arts, Mad Lab, Circle X Emerging Playwrights Group, and currently, um, is it Antaeus Playwrights Antaeus. Lab? Mm -hmm. Antius, A-N-T-A-E-U-S, Playwrights Lab member. And she uses her voice to amplify women's issues, social social justice, and love. She too has many um, plays and writings under her belt and um, is here today to join in talking um, with Les Weeder about their current film, Do Something, which is now streaming on Tubi TV and Tubi.com. And an interesting fact about Pepper, we learned um, as we were preparing for the show is that Pepper actually um, was a production assistant for our founder, yeah. Tavis Smiley, uh, when he had the Tavis Smiley show on PBS. So let's start there, Pepper. How did you get into the work that you're doing? And maybe give us a little insight from that time that you worked with Tavis. 
Thank you. Yeah, that's a great question. So when I arrived in LA in 2004, um, I had no job, you know, you get here, you got to figure it out. And I met someone at a party, I believe. And he was like, well, we're looking for PAs. And, you know, I'm in my thirties at the time. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And, but it was, I also did it for the reason is that I knew that I could learn something. And I, of course, admired Tavis at the time. And so as I was telling you guys, I was doing everything from like holding umbrellas to ironing Venus Williams pants to, you know, getting people more crackers and stuff. But in the interim, when they were interviewing, I could sit in the back and watch and listen and listen to people that were not only my heroes, but people that were doing things that I wanted to do. And I got to hear how they, you know, how they did these things, which is invaluable education. And, right. and um, when you came yeah. to LA, did you specifically come here to be a writer and director? Yes, yes. I came here. Actually, I came here to be an actor, an actor. Okay. And then, as my career started to kind of not go anywhere, I realized that I needed to write in order to make opportunities for myself. So I ended up writing plays and producing them myself, and um, created a couple different brands and wrote some books. But writing was my base, and um, but I knew that LA was the place. I came here from New York. But L.A. was the time for me to be like, yeah, you know. Right, right. Now, you've written a number of things and co-written a number of things um, before Do Something. Is there any particular work that you're especially proud of that you think might be interesting um, to our listening audience? Yes. Thank you for asking that. My life's work has been this book called Harlem's Awakening, and it's a 1940s fiction book about a young girl who's abducted into a brothel and she has to dance her way out. And it's about empowerment. It's it's about a young black woman. And this is what happens to you. I have black female uh women like I, I just made a whole world created of black women, honestly. And um and made it about empowerment within there. And you can find it on Amazon and it's published by uh, a publishing company called Space Boy Books. And I'm working on the second one now. And um, the book is about the Brown Bettys and that has became my trademarked brand that I, where I speak to black women about um, empowerment. Okay. Uh, well, looking forward to that and, and learning more about the Brown Bettys. Let's yeah. go ahead and bring Les into the conversation. So let's give us a little background about how you got into being, you know, a theater guru, so to speak. Your entire career has been devoted to theater and writing and producing um, and what the inspiration was behind Do Something. Well, I got into the theater, oh, well over 40 years ago, 50 years ago, uh, uh, and it's been in my life ever since. I uh, started out as a uh, as a production assistant. I was at CBS for a long time, and then I started uh, getting into the theater, and I went to college. I was a theater major, and uh, I wanted to do that, and that's not an easy thing to do, And but I kept at it, and uh, I found a way to, to continue to direct here in Los Angeles, and then I uh, fell into teaching. Uh, and became a, a college professor, which in a Jewish family is great. It's a lawyer, doctor, and then college professor. So <laughs> my, my mother was really happy about that. And as my father didn't understand it, but my mother thought it was a great, a great thing. My son, the college professor. Uh, I was in the theater. I've been uh, well over, you know, like I said, over 40 years. I was at the college for a long time. Uh, I did a number of shows. And, and from that experience, I started not only just directing, but writing. 
And uh, I formed a company in the uh, late 80s uh, to produce theater in Los Angeles and to produce commercials and things like that. So I've had my company for a long time. Um, and I've always been, my focus has been since I've been married to a, a, a African-American woman, uh, racism has been really the focus of a lot of my writings. Uh, one of my first plays, uh, <laughs> Uh, dealt with a, a interracial relationship, uh, and I thought, uh, okay, uh, that turned out pretty good. Uh, and then, uh, what was the name of that one? Pardon me. What was the name of that play? That play was called Voices. Okay. That was about a, a young uh, black female uh, playwright who is uh, trying to write a play about the uh, slave tapes. Uh, slave tapes are uh, oral history of slavery that's in the Library of Congress. And it was recorded in the 30s. And I got a hold of some of the tapes and I started listening and a, and a play came into my mind because she was also uh, engaged to a white college professor. Now, I, I don't wanna say that this is biographical, mm -hmm. but there's some, <laughs> there's some of, uh, in your writings, you write things that you know, so. Okay, okay. And what and happens in the play, Mm -hmm. is, is the uh, the voices on the tape, the African-Americans who were former slaves, they come to life to her and they begin to talk to her about what they went through and about the idea of being married to someone that's a different color, et cetera. And it has an effect on their on their current relationship, she and, and her uh, fiance. And her mm -hmm. father, of course, is a minister and he's not uh, happy about it. So the play dealt with uh, interracial relationships uh, as as uh, how that how you deal with that and my and I, my inspiration for that was my wife. Uh, okay. And, and uh, I think uh, I wrote that play. Uh, we, uh, you know, in the nineties. Okay. And, uh, okay. Well, she um, Tyree for sure is an inspiration to us all. And so you've been tackling tough issues for a long time now. So let's kind of transition into your current work with Pepper about do something. Um, I've read about the inspiration for that and how that came that this particular um, movie came about. Um, but why don't you tell our listeners and also tell us what do something is about. But Do Something is about a young uh, college co-ed, African-American co-ed, who goes to school, is going to school in the East, who is a leader of the Black Lives Matter movement on her campus. And uh, she gets arrested and uh, calls her mother, who is a high executive in the Hollywood uh, studio industry. Uh, and she calls to ask for bail. And we find out that the daughter has been arrested more than once. And then they have this big debate about what it's like, what's the what's the, the deal today when you go out and you uh, protest and, and the fears that go into it. And uh, what happens is that the girl does go back out again and she gets kidnapped by a white supremacist and held for ransom. And that's really the drama that takes place because the mother's on the West Coast, the daughter's on the East Coast. How do you go about saving your daughter? Yes, uh, yes. What a compelling story. I had a chance to look at over the weekend and highly recommend um, folks to to go to catch this movie on Tubi TV or Tubi.com. And so in our next segment, we're going to jump into some of the legal and policy issues that 
arise um, in this movie, such as Bell and protesting rights, which you mentioned, and some other issues. But tell us in our, our last couple of minutes here, what was the inspiration for this movie? How were you just, did it just come to you out the blue? What was the inspiration? My, uh, right after George Floyd was was killed, my daughter started to write on Facebook very, very strong messages, and it was very inspiring. And I, as I read them, I thought to myself, well, I want to do something. And what I could do other than spend, you know, send money and march is in my art form, I could write something. I wanted to write something. And I thought, OK, let's write something and do it as a Zoom uh, production. So I wrote kind of a story and then I contacted uh, Pepper in June and we started writing this together and it turned into a movie. And, and that movie then got produced and we did it all on cell phones and we did it all on Zoom during the height of the pandemic. And wow. it was really my daughter's inspiration for uh, her writing that got me inspired to go and do this. Uh, and I think that's, uh, and it's been a, an amazing journey because what started out as something I thought quite simple uh, turned into something that was really quite amazing. Yes, and Pepper, in our last minute here, when he when Les called you, 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 the two of you had done several other projects together. Why did you say yes to this one? For one thing, I always say yes to Les because you know we are friends like that, and he, I consider my mentor and my friend. But this part, this particular moment, as we know, it was super important, and I also needed to do something. I had marched, but I also wanted to do something that gave a voice to uh, people that are out in the streets risking their lives for all of us. And I felt it was important for us to put this particular story up. Yeah. Excellent. Well, and we all know that art um, plays such an important role in terms of bringing attention to important issues in our society. So I just want to say at this midpoint of our show, thank you to the two of you for deciding to do something and to bring a story to the screen, which speaks to so many important issues in our society today. So we will continue this conversation with Les Weider and Pepper Chambers, my new favorite name, um, on their new film, Do Something, which you can um, stream and see at Tubi TV. Um, stay tuned. We have a lot more to talk about. You're tuned into KBLA Talk 1580. This is Legal Lens with Angela. Thank you for tuning in to KBLA Talk 1580. This is Legal Lens with Angela. And yes, it's yours truly, Angela. And that was Baby Come to Me by Patty Austin. Today, we are celebrating the birthdays of two divas in the music industry, none other than Whitney Houston and Patty Austin. And we're having an amazing discussion um, with the um, writers, producers, co-writers, producers, directors of the film um, Do Something, which is now streaming on Tubi TV. And that's none other than Les Weeder and Pepper Chambers. And they have been writing partners for years, and this is their latest project. Um, just before our break, um, they gave us some insights as to what the movie's about and what inspired it. So let me start with you, Pepper. Um, who are some of the key characters um, in the movie? And um, yeah, let's start there. Who are some of the key yeah. characters? 
The key characters are actually played all by Black women, which I find, of course, super exciting. And we really, it was, again, because this film was inspired by Les's daughter, it kind of came through a female lens and also why Les came to me to kind of help him get the story going. But some of the key characters, we do have one, a lawyer, who is a key character that helps us actually move the story along as our main character. Her name is Sakina, played by, played by Candace Collins. Candace is the BLM uh, protester that we talked about. And when she gets in trouble, we needed a lawyer to help us to know like how her mother can help her. And this mother is played by lovely Sabah Elamin. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, she is the, the powerful Hollywood executive. So we kind of have this interesting trifecta of these uh, three women, but coming from the law perspective, you know, we really needed, we needed facts. You know, it could be you know, we could be out here protesting and doing whatever, but really what happens to the BLM protester when that person gets in trouble? And um, Les did a lot of research to, to get us to a place that was factual. And then because Candace herself is a BLM protester in literally real life, we were able to go to her and she had, I believe right when she had been um, arrested before or very near it. Right. And at a minimum, she knew what she needed to do to protect herself if she were arrested. So um, it was it was very eye opening from that perspective. But those three women, uh, lead, along with Yolanda Snowball, who plays the grandmother, and we have this multi generational story right, going right. on. So that that's the issue of having women diversity in the movie kind of speaks to issues of diversity in Hollywood, which I definitely want to come back to you. And there was a recent study by UCLA on the status of diversity in Hollywood. So would, would love to get your thoughts on that. But Les, um, so you did a lot of research in terms of bail requirements, the rights of protesters. Um, at least one of your actors, if not more, the lead actor, Candace, was able to speak to her own experience. What are some things that you learned about, for example, bail requirements and the rights of protesters um, when it comes to, to demonstrating? Well, for one thing, I learned that uh, when you uh, ask for $10,000, it's not the first time that you've been busted. Uh, my, I have a cousin who's a lawyer, and uh, he gave me some background material. He's, as he told me, he said that's that would not be the first time, and that gave us kind of the jumping off point for me in terms of a writer mm -hmm. as to how the story could evolve. Uh, and what I learned is that, uh, for, oh, for one thing, uh, write your name and your uh, telephone number on your arm, uh, so that people, if, if you get arrested, uh, people know where to call and, you know, and, you know, like I think Candace does that on her arm when she goes out to protest. Right. Uh, right. You know, and I found out that uh, that the, the idea of uh, there's a legal fund for uh, protesters that uh, people it, that it's dangerous. And I thought that uh, the idea, <clears throat> excuse me, the idea behind it was to show that danger and that you have to uh, you have to get yourself set up. It's not something that you can just jump into. Uh, and so I learned that and I learned that, uh, you know, bail money is, it may sound like a lot, but, uh, you know, it could be 10, I guess, 10% of what the bail is going to be. But in this case, when she asked for the full amount, that would be, I think, calling at three o'clock in the morning, that would be quite startling. Right. That was, right. That was the jumping off point for me. Right, right. Yeah. And then um, what about in the area of protesting, like the rights of protesters? Um, 
did you learn anything about that? Or did you all even, did you attend any protests? I, I imagine given, you know, who you are, that you probably have attended protests over the course of your lives. <laughs> but well, in, in research for this, did you attend any protests? Well, I did in uh, way back when, in, in actually in the 60s, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a product mm -hmm. of, uh, I remember clearly 1968, I was, and in fact, in, uh, I was at San Fernando Valley State College at the time of those uh, demonstrations, they call them now today, but that, that, that was a big one. And I was involved in that. And, and it's, it's uh, I think you have to, you know, you have to be aware of what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and for me, because I believe it was right after Breonna Taylor and I, I was afraid to protest. I was all, also in New York. I had protested for something and I was almost arrested. Someone next to me was arrested. And so I had this fear of like, oh, my gosh, you could go down at any second. And so when it was our turn, you know, with everything that was going on, I was afraid. And finally, I had to go out. And so um, it wasn't research at the time, Angela, but it was it did inform me when it was time to write this. And I was scared for all the reasons, but I, was like, I could be arrested today, you know? Yes. And then the film also kind of raises this interesting issue about freedom of speech, right? And the extent to which some yeah. have freedom of speech and others... <sighs> and concept have it but don't not really and particularly in connection with um speaking out against for example white supremacy what how does the film speak to that issue and what what if anything that you all learn about that in your research Les, or pepper go ahead well i was going to say for freedom of speech for us within the film itself it's more of a it's not, it's not in your face Mm -hmm. But it is something we do give voice to the white supremacist character because, of course, it's important to show all sides. Mm -hmm. But um, kind of, so I'll say subconsciously, we are show, we're like this person is allowed to speak and we have to listen to them also because they were very loud at that time. Mm -hmm. But in the back of your head, we're like, what can we do to make them stop? Yeah. You know, but we, legally, there aren't a lot of things that you can do. You know, that that, that was a revelation. Right, right. You know, I think, uh, oh, go ahead, Les. I think today we live in a time where the the idea of being of having free speech is at issue. Mm -hmm. uh, we live in very very difficult times right now. And in the past, the whole idea of going out to demonstrate in your free speech movement and you're allowed to go out and, and protest, etc. The idea is is that the, if you were going to do that, that you were amongst friends and that uh, you felt safe. Mm -hmm. uh, today, uh, you can be with your friends, but you don't know who else is out there besides the authorities. And I think that's the added uh, component that makes this uh, this drama that we wrote very compelling, because it's not the police to be afraid of. Uh, it's the other people who are out there that uh, have 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 something against what you have to say. And so we're really up against a free a free speech uh, issue today more than ever before. Right, right. Well, amazing insights. And thank you both again for kind of using this film to do something and to raise to bring to light some of the issues that protesters face that individuals face that attempt to kind of stand up to the establishment. And so we're going to continue the conversation with Les Weider, Pepper Chambers. Stay tuned. We're talking about their new film, which is streaming on Tubi TV or Tubi.com. Do something. Stay tuned. More of Legal Lens with Angela Reddick-Bright. Helping you see legal issues more clearly when we come forward. The 
Thank you for staying tuned to KBLA Talk 1580. This is Legal Lens with Angela. And you were just listening to Patty Austin, Our Love is Here to Stay, a classic. And today we've been celebrating Whitney Houston's birthday as well as Patty Austin. So happy birthday to Whitney in Houston and Patty Austin. Um, thank you for your many, many contributions to music. And today we are having a great discussion about a new film that's out called Do Something, which you can find on two Tubi TV or Tubi.com. And we have the co-writers, producers, directors of the, the movie, Les Weeder and Pepper Chambers. Les, let me start with you. What's your favorite? Actually, no, I want to start with Pepper. Pepper, <laughs> what's your favorite moment from the film? And kind of what, what personal impact are you hoping the film will have? I love, uh, as a director, first of all, we've directed this entire film remotely and through Zoom. So I never was in the same room with my actors. I, I just was not with them. So one of my favorite moments is this kidnapping scene with the white supremacists where the, the moment is so intense, but it, to me, it is the one of the, it is a heartbeat of the film because we really see the reality of the world that we're living in. And I love the performance from the actor, from Scott Victor Nelson. And I just love the, the fear. And, and, uh, and I hope that uh, people, of course, we say we hope people go out and do something, but from an artist's perspective, we hope that artists use their voice to to speak to what is out, what is ailing them, I'll say. And then from a uh, perspective of, of um, I'll stop there because that's my biggest thing. It's like, <laughs> like, please, artists, please use your voice to, to, to speak. And it now is 100% the time. Right, right. And Les, what about you? What's your favorite moment and what are you hoping the film, what impact are you hoping the film will have? Well, my favorite moment is the uh, second scene that uh, the lawyer, the cousin Myra has when she explains to uh, to our, our uh, mother what the realities of what's going on in the world today, uh, about what happens with the police department, how it's changed, about how we're not safe, uh, all the things that she says are things that are actually happening in our world and it's a wake-up call and when she says at the end of that you know we're not nobody is safe anymore nobody and that's the reality is that unfortunately we're living in a time of, of you know uncertainty and her feeling about it is very very strong and I think uh, Lanier who, who does it Lani who does it does a great job about it it's a uh, very very impactful and it really sets up what the uh, climax is all about in play in the uh, in the script and does that speak to the impact you're hoping the film will have? What yes, it does. You know, the whole impact of the film is get up and do something. Uh, don't stand, mm -hmm. don't sit around, don't talk about it. My whole thing about doing anything that deals with the arts has to get your audience, move them to action. So when you mm -hmm. walk out after you see this movie, I want you to do something. It's move your audience to action, talk about the film, do something. I love it. I love it. And I'm certainly inspired to to do something and to keep doing something and, and certainly hope that extends to our listening audience. You can catch Do Something. You can view it on Tubi TV or Tubi.com. So be sure to check it out this weekend. Don't wait. Um, you've got to see this film. And we're so fortunate to have the two um, visionaries behind this film, Les Weeder and Pepper Chambers on our show today. So we're gonna, as we come forward in our last segment, we will close out um, with final words from Les and Pepper and invite you to stay tuned. More of KBLA Talk 1580's all new weekend lineup when we come forward. 
And we're back. Um, this is KBLA Talk 1580 Legal Lens with Angela. And we're in our last segment. I'm always so sad because there's no, never enough time. But you were just listening to Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Happy birthday, Whitney Houston. Happy birthday, Patty Austin. Thank you for sharing in our music today. Um, closing us out on about their new film, um, do something. We have Les Weeder and Pepper Chambers. Your film and your life's work, um, Pepper and Les, speaks to this issue of diversity in Hollywood. It's one of the many learnings that we can take from the film. Um, and UCLA recently published a report about the status of diversity in Hollywood, and it says things are getting better for people of color and women, but there's still lots of strides to be made. Pepper, how in your career have you overcome um, the challenges of trying to make it in Hollywood, so to speak, as a woman of color? The way that I overcame was literally to create my own work. So I had created this dinner theater show and this top agent came to the show. I'm sweating, you know, I'm after the show. I've, I've written it, I produced it, I directed it. And I wanted him to represent me. And he, sa he said, this is in 2005, but he said, I already have a black woman that I'm representing. I'm not really sure what I would do with you. Wow. And that stuck with me. And I'm so glad I learned it early on in my career because I knew what I could do with myself. And so I sort of, that's why I write my own things. That's why I produce my own things. And I admit that it keeps me in a certain space, but it also gives me control to use my voice the way that I need to and represent myself and other black women. Right. I, we have to tell our own stories. We must. Yes, and that's, that's, that's our powerful place to be. And then Les, I know your daughter works in Hollywood, a high level executive there. Um, anything about her experience that speaks to Holly diversity in Hollywood? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, she's gone through uh, the same in, same issues that uh, everybody has in institutional racism. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a, a woman who has sometimes been the only one in the room uh, she has found that uh, she has to be not only good, but better at times. Uh, she's been advocate. She's been vocal about it. Uh, she's seen some changes that are done and uh, it's, it's allowed her to progress. But as she says, the, her struggle has a lot to do with my thinking on how the, how the character of the mother was played in the movie, what she had to go through. And it's, a, it's an ongoing thing, but Siobhan has done very well. And uh, she's, uh, you know, she continues to move uh, in the right direction and she's uh, bringing those that are, uh, right now she's in a position where she can bring other people up uh, into, the, uh, into the industry and into the area that she's in. That's a one, that's amazing. And I've met Siobhan and just so proud of her and glad that she's bringing others up behind her. That's exactly what, what we need to do. Um, Lesser Pepper, how do people watch Do Something and learn more about the, the film and the project? We're very excited that we have this distribution on Tubi. So you can go to Tubi.com and you can find us on social, on Instagram, or at Do Something underscore the film. And you can follow me at Pepper the Hot One on Instagram and Les. How do we follow you, Les? Well, you follow me by watching Do Something. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a perfect place to close out. Folks, do not wait to watch this film. Watch it. 
as soon as you finish listening to the Lee Lynn show, certainly watch it this weekend. It's an amazing film. And you've heard directly from the writers, the producers, the director of the, the film. And uh, hopefully it will inspire you to do something. I know many of you are already. So want to continue to encourage that. So thank you, Les and Pepper, for coming on today. It's been um, an amazing show. And we look forward to following your work. Um, you've been tuned into KBLA Talk 1580. This is Lee lens with Angela. Up next, we have Cassie Betts with her show Talk Tech to Me, so be sure to stay tuned in. And at the top of the show, I mentioned that it, this week also was Alex Haley's birthday, author of Roots and actor Halle Berry and others. But Alex Haley gives us great words to close out on. He says, find the good and praise it. Find the good and praise it. So we have found a great movie that we all have to watch and we are praising it today. Catch, do something and have a great weekend, folks. Until next time, this is Angela Redock-Wright signing off. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.